She's Inspirational, and this is the She's Inspirational podcast. I'm your host, Julia Strelau. Today I'm going to introduce myself. I'm your host, Julia Strelau, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how the power of purposeful choice making helped me turn my life around. I ate my first weed cookie by accident at age seven. I found it in a communal storeroom at a Save the Forest rally my father took me to. Everyone was staying in tents, but a communal storeroom had been set up under a black tarpaulin. Now, in true hippie fashion, everyone contributed to the storeroom and everything in there was available for everyone to eat. And this was a luxury compared to my usual diet of fending for myself on whatever was in dad's cupboards, which usually wasn't much. So I headed straight to the storeroom to indulge. To my delight, I found a large tin filled with what I thought were chocolate chip cookies. I gobbled one down immediately and then I took the tin around all the other kids on the camp. But I made sure, because I was the founder of said cookies, to keep the lion's share for myself. One hour later, all hell broke loose. I looked over and I saw the kids had gone wild. They were ripping the branches off the trees we were supposed to be protecting and hitting each other with them. And it's really strange that the effects of the marijuana manifested in us like this because we were at a Save the Forest rally. And part of me wanted to join in the kids, but I couldn't bring myself to move because I'd had more cookies than anybody else. I spent the rest of the night alternating between uncontrollable laughter and hysterical tears. And I remember that it was the worst night. This might seem shocking to some, a seven-year-old accidentally eating weed. But in Nimbin, where I grew up, this was actually really common. And, you know, there were some really positive things about growing up in Nimbin, which I am going to cover in another podcast, but this podcast is not necessarily about that. People who know me now would never believe that that was my childhood, um, but that's because I've worked hard to change my trajectory. For those of you who don't know, I'm best known for sharing empowering quotes on Instagram, and this has earned me a following of over 100,000 And every day I get messages from my followers who tell me that my words helped them or healed them in some way. And they look to me as if I am wise, but, you know, I know it hasn't always been this way. So in this podcast, I'm going to have a chat about how something as simple as awareness, analysis and action can give us the tools we need to reclaim our narratives and use purposeful choice making to change the trajectory of our lives. And so this is how I changed my trajectory from going from being a little seven-year-old in Nimbin living on a hippie commune, accidentally eating weed cookies, to being a you know voice for female empowerment. I grew up on an isolated hippie commune on the outskirts of Nimbin, which if you don't know Nimbin, it is known as the weed capital of Australia. And we'll go into that a little bit more in another podcast. Um, My parents divorced when I was five. So when I was with my father, he pretty much just let my sister and I run wild on the streets of Nimbin. Um, As far as an inspirational role model was concerned, well, he used to get me to carry his bags of weed from the car to the pub for him because I was too young to get prosecuted if I got caught. 
So I guess you could say (laughs) that time at dad's house taught me a bit about entrepreneurship, but it didn't teach me much about making positive choices. My mother lived in a shack, or can I call it a shack? A hovel. A hovel would be more accurate. The walls were crumbling and mum hung up Patrick quilts in their place. We didn't have electricity, so we used candles um, at nighttime. And our bathroom wasn't, it wasn't a bathroom. It was just an old rusted tub plonked in the undergrowth. And above it, it had an old shower head that attached to our rainwater tank that we depended on the sun to heat. So we only had hot water if the sun had heat the pipes in summer or if we heated it up on the wood stove in winter. So yeah, it was really, really primitive. But at mum's house, even though we didn't have electricity and we didn't have full walls, we had dreams There was this um, old communal centre, which was about a half hour uh, trek through the bushes from mum's house. And at this communal centre, there was mains power that everybody on the commune could use. And they also had a video player. So each week, mum would bring home a different video from Blockbuster. And me, my mum and my sister would all walk up through the forest to the community centre to watch it. So I think it was here that I fell in love with the movies and the characters on the screen and I decided that I was I was destined to live a life as great as theirs. So little 17-year-old me could not wait to get out of the commune and start chasing these big dreams. So I went off into the world at 17, excited to obtain a life where I had endless mains power and maybe, if I was lucky, a flush toilet. So as you can expect, things didn't go entirely to plan. As it turns out, I had no experience navigating a world outside the commune and I had no experience in making the kind of choices that would get me where I needed to go. I found myself in a series of harrowing situations that led me to experience rock bottom. Uh, When I look back and I try and, you know, see that moment when I realised I was at rock bottom... A image that comes to mind is I was driving down Morehouse Avenue in Christchurch. I was in my third abusive relationship. I wanted to leave, but I didn't have any money and I had debt. And I remember while I was driving, calling up the pawn shop and asking how much they would give me for my meager collection of jewellery. And they told me that they could only give me $150, which was not enough and also at that time I was also partying quite heavily uh, to escape the life that I was in so when I look back and I try and determine you know where rock bottom was that moment is one that stands out for me and I, and I was 30 <laughs> wait wait up hold on I was 30 how had I even got here um It was the first time in my life that I actually stopped to have a look at my trajectory and ask myself what was driving me and what needed to change. I realised my father had lived a life chasing instant gratification. He chased fast money, fast cars, fast drugs. He is now homeless. If I kept going that way, I could visualise myself with the same fate. Something had to change. Fast forward four years... 
I am a voice of empowerment for hundreds of thousands. And I am a New Zealander, woman of New Zealander of the Year medalist and a woman of influence finalist. So how, how did I get here? Um, in this podcast, I'm going to explore how you can reclaim your narrative and harness the power of purposeful choice making to transform your life. So if you too are thinking about how you're going to leave an abusive relationship and sell your jewellery for $150, if, if you're that lost, hopefully this can help you. If you've lost sight of your dreams like I had and you're, and you're seeking the tools and the motivation to, to redirect your life's path, then this is for you. Um, and, and I really think my story demonstrates the transformative potential of choice awareness. So when I decided that it was time to, to turn my life around, I really didn't know where to start. I couldn't turn to either of my parents for guidance. So I actually turned to the only thing that made me feel better when I was down. And it was the thing that I had walked half an hour through the scrub with my family to watch every week. It was movies. I thought about when someone turns their life around in movies and it is rarely shown as one defining moment, you know. Instead, the directors employ a montage to show them making positive choices. And I actually thought about Mean Girls when Lindsay Lohan's character Katie has to turn her life around and she says that she has to suck out all the poison just slowly. You can't, you can't do it. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to do it slowly by turning those negative choices into positive ones. And that's when I realised that, that that was it. Choices. So the first positive choice I made was to pick up a self-help book. And from that moment on, my montage included saving money, minimising drinking, no illegal drugs, seeking therapy, getting diagnosed with ADHD and learning to love and value myself so I didn't find myself in an abusive relationship with another man. And then educating myself and spending every spare moment working on things that could help me get closer to my dreams. And people often ask me, you know, how, how did you change your trajectory? Like, how did you end up here after coming from Nimbin? And I have thought about this a lot, and I really think it is as simple as making positive choices. I, I believe anyone can enhance their life by at least 50% by making a conscious effort to monitor the choices and to choose wisely. So I'll give you some examples. I wake up on a Sunday morning and think, what will I do today? I could lie in bed and watch TikToks all morning. That would be nice. Or I could choose to do something productive. If I have a setback, which we all do, we have setbacks every week, every month, um, we could choose to get really down about it and give up. Or we could choose to go out drinking like my dad would have and wallow. Or we can make the choice to keep fighting, to keep working, even with tears streaming down our cheeks. And you might be thinking, uh, duh, it's not rocket science. Of course I would choose the latter. But that's because you see the choice laid out in front of you and you can make a conscious decision to choose the better path. Without this awareness, 
this constant analysis of every choice you make, you may find yourself unintentionally making choices that are not the best for you. Because not every choice that you are faced with is simply good or bad. There are those tricky ones that have a positive short-term gain or instant gratification, but could produce negative outcomes in the long run. Because of my father and the impulsivity that comes with ADHD, these are the ones that I have to be particularly aware of. So to combat these, I have installed a bit of a choice matrix in my subconscious. Before I make any decision, my brain calculates, I actually do this, the short-term gain first possible negative outcomes and then decides if I want to proceed. So for example, getting drunk today with my friends would be really fun. I would get to socialize and laugh, maybe even network. You know, I could pass it off as a business um, event and it, it seems like a positive choice. But then when I apply my choice making matrix, a quick analysis of the long term outcomes suggest saying or doing things I might regret feeling hungover and losing an entire day and also feeling depressed and suicidal, which comes with, you know, a hangover. So when I look at this choice through this matrix, the negative outweighs the positive and I would decide that this is not a choice I want to make. Another one that is a bit of a tricky choice. So staying up to 1am to finish a project that I've been working on seems like a positive choice. But then when I apply my choice matrix, I realize that it could lead me to feeling tired and sluggish the next day and essentially lose a day. But however, in this matrix, the positive is equal to the negative because the project will be finished. So I decide this is a choice I want to make. These are just some examples. If you decide to use this choice matrix, yours is not going to be the same as mine because you might not get bad hangovers or 1am might be an early night for you. Um, but you can still use the same system to weigh up your short-term gains and the long-term outcomes of your choices. And a constant awareness of the choices that we are faced with every single day and, the, and a subconscious choices matrix can benefit everyone. You know, it's definitely not a shift that's going to happen overnight. It's, it's a gentle shift. The reason why directors betray people turning their life around in movies as montages is because if they showed it in full form, it wouldn't be very interesting. Nobody wants to watch a movie of someone sitting home and saving money and saying no to drinking. Um, so that's why they put it into a montage. So that's the way I look at it, is, is what, my, what is my montage showing? And so when I did start making this active effort to make positive choices, I met an amazing man, I fell in love, my poetry took off on Instagram, I was named a finalist in the Woman of Influence 2022, a New Zealander of the Year local hero medalist, and I founded the Inspirational Woman Awards. Now, all of this may seem easy, but if, like me, you've experienced trauma, you may have been conditioned to negativity. You may feel that you don't deserve positivity and you may be too scared to let it in because you were too scared that it will all fall about or all fall apart. <laughs> Trust me, I've, I've been there and I am, I am still there. There are days when I feel like I don't deserve the good or I feel petrified that it will all be taken away from me and I'll be back where I started. And I can't promise you or even me that this will ever 
the bad stuff will ever go away for good or the trauma. But I can promise you that it will get easier. I can't promise you or me <laughs> that nothing bad will ever happen again. But what I can do is look back on all the really horrible things that have happened to me and I can see how my choices had a role to play in all of that. I can see how by eliminating the bad choices throughout my life, things could have been easier. And this puts me at rest because I know that whatever happens, I have the power to turn it around through positive choice makers. You may be where I was five years ago or in your own form of rock bottom or even just in a sense of stagnation and you want to make your life richer. And I just want to reiterate that you do not deserve any of the bad things or any of the negativity in your life, even if you made poor choices like I did. Our choices are often driven by our experiences from childhood that we've carried into adulthood without even being aware of. And it is not our fault. We can't change our past. Even though, you know, once you start to bring positivity into your life, you're going to go through a phase where you have deep regret and you wish that you could, but you can't. So there is no point in spending time beating ourselves up over it. And I've learned that the hard way. And I now know that all I can do is decide what I am going to do with my future. So I hope that this podcast, if you're in the same situation as me, or if you're in a situation where your life just feels a little bit stagnant, it feels a little bit negative, and you want to take the first step in kind of fostering that awareness, because that is literally, that is the first step to reclaiming your power and taking control is fostering an awareness of the choices that you are making and setting intentions and goals and looking at how the choices that you're going to, you're making are going to you know help you achieve those intentions and those goals and once you've seized that power uh, you may have to work and this is this is the hard part like you know Fostering the awareness and setting the intentions is the easy part. The really, really hard part um, is, especially if you've got trauma, is working on believing that you are worthy and accepting the good. And it has taken me such a long time to accept that I deserve to be happy. So please, please don't give up if this doesn't happen instantaneously. I promise you. I promise you, <laughs> if you put in the work, you will overcome the trauma. You'll feel like you deserve all the luck in the world. And like, it makes me so emotional thinking back to how undeserving I felt when the good started coming into my life and how I feel now. You know, I'm still not fully there, but compared to how I felt when I first started, I'm just come such a long way and I almost feel deserving of it all <sighs> and that's once you start making those positive choices um, like I said it, it's not going to be a huge shift it's going to begin with a gentle shift in the right direction and that's all it takes to heal a multitude of gentle shifts coming together to fill the hole in your heart and allowing you to chase all of your big audacious dreams 